Welcome to episode 5 of the 222nuggets.com podcast. My name is Ken Mucha, your host. With each episode, I will be sharing with you several proven real estate nuggets. I am hopeful that with each episode, you can learn something new and unique that you can customize and apply to your current marketing needs that will help you grow your business. In this episode, I'll be discussing three nuggets from 222nuggets.com. Number one, pushing the rock up the hill inch by inch, up four inches, down five inches. Number two, buyer contract, buyer service agreements. And number three, call in lead tips. Thank you so much for listening and I always welcome your feedback and comments. Please let your fellow realtors know about the 222nuggets.com podcast. Let's get started from the 222nuggets.com website. Number one, pushing the rock up the hill inch by inch, up four inches, down five inches. What does this mean? The rock is getting heavier with every push day. Dealing with a client that completely drains you of your time, energy, and focus. Sometimes you have to let the rock go all the way down the hill, down the road, and in the ditch where you decide to leave it. Letting a client go or getting fired by a client. A fresh start with the new heavier rock that you suddenly now have an abundance of new energy and strength that allows you to succeed in writing offers and closing deals. I recently had a seller fire me and hire a different agent. Throughout the listing, they would constantly call, drag me down, and put me in a negative state of mind. The day I was fired made me frustrated and angry after all the time, energy, and effort I put forth. In the following days afterwards, to my surprise, the air felt fresh and crisp my energy increased, my attitude was positive, my prospecting calls increased, and I was more effective and productive, and my veto email production increased with higher levels of emotion and engagement. This was all due to the anchor, the client that fired me, being freed from my life. In the next few weeks, the production I experienced in sales volume was shockingly high. I contribute a lot of this success to actually getting fired from this particular client. The lesson I learned is sometimes you need to free yourself from the negative forces surrounding you. This may take you getting fired or you firing a client. To this particular unnamed client of mine, thank you of freeing and releasing me to become successful and kill it. To summarize, pushing the rock up the hill inch by inch, up four inches, down five inches. Sometimes you have to let the rock go all the way down the hill and down the road where you decide to leave it, letting a client go or getting fired, and start fresh with a new heavier rock that you suddenly now have an abundance of new energy and strength. 
the lesson I learned is sometimes you need to free yourself from negative forces surrounding you. This may take you getting fired or you firing a client. Number two, buyer contract, buyer service agreements. These are used to get a buyer to commit to you in writing as their buyer broker agent. I've never used one of these with a buyer client. I feel that if I'm not doing a good job for my clients, they should have the right to tell me or move on to another agent. I have lost very few buyers who decided to either buy a for sale by owner or use another agent. Most buyers that I talk to that are locked into these agreements hate their agent and feel locked and tied down. What are you going to do as an agent if your client signs a buyer broker contract and still buys a for sale by owner or property with another agent? Are you really going to sue them for your commission and end up getting blasted by them on several review sites? It's simply not a way I would ever want to run my business by using threats and intimidation. Most trainers and coaches will encourage you to get your clients to commit to you in writing by signing a buyer broker contract. They must feel this may prevent your clients from buying a for sale by owner or using a competitive agent. In my opinion, they are simply wrong and flawed in their old ways of thinking about client relationships. It does not have to be a contract or something signed for you to have a solid client-agent relationship. Your client should never feel uncomfortable, threatened, or forced to do anything in order for you to work on their behalf. If you are a confident and assertive agent that instills trust and honesty with your clients, you will never need to pressure a client to sign this type of agreement. If you do lose a few clients who decide to use another agent, so what? You need to stay driven and move on to the next client. The importance is to stay focused on the clients that you want your service, professionalism, and time. SW, SW, SW. Some will, some won't. So what? Say next and move on. To summarize, buyer contract, buyer service agreements. They are used to get a buyer to commit to you in writing as their buyer broker agent. If I'm not doing a good job for my clients, They should have the right to tell me and move on to another agent. Most buyers I talk to that are locked into these agreements hate their agent and feel locked and tied down. Most trainers and coaches will encourage you to get you to commit to you in writing by signing a buyer broker contract. Your client should never feel uncomfortable, threatened, or forced to do anything in order for you to work on their behalf. The importance is to stay focused on the clients that you want your service, professionalism, and time. Some will, some won't, so what? Say next and move on. Number three, call in leads quick tips. Focus on rapport first, instill that they need you to help them find a home and that you offer way more than what the internet can provide. A great question to ask is what can I help you with that you have not already found 
online. Offer to help them find a home. Very important question. Ask if they would like to receive new listings as soon as they come on the market. You will quickly find out that most buyers will obviously say yes. The three critical steps to ask in this process. Number one, what is a good email to send you new listings? Number two, what is a good number in case the email does not go through? And number three, if the email does not have the name, you can ask, sorry, I didn't catch your first and last name. Summary, call in leads, quick tips. Focus on rapport, rapport, rapport. Great question. What can I help you with that you have not already found online? Three critical steps to ask. What is a good email to send you listings to? What is a good phone number? And if your email does not have their name, ask them, sorry I didn't catch your first and last name. Thanks for listening to the 222nuggets.com podcast. Please share this podcast with your fellow real estate agents and subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it gets released. As for now, I'm signing off. Have yourself an awesome day. This is the 222nugget.com podcast. Thank you.